Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Jimmy, you're on with Mark and Meatball. Hey, how's it going? Good, Jimmy. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Fant- um, yeah. any, any day above ground's a good one, right? Exactly. Of course, of course. The water. I was going to say, you know, a good day for you is spent under the water, I would say. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Gadomsky with us, Underwater Explorer. Uh, again, welcome to the Rocker Morning Show. I just want to point out something. You and your dive team have been all over my uh, my social media pages recently for something that you guys discovered. This 20-foot segment of the uh, the Space Shuttle Challenger that you found in the waters off the coast of Florida this is huge. Like this is massively huge, and you get to be a part of that. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it when we found it, uh, and it's blown up all over the world. I have friends reaching out from I haven't heard from in ten years, and they're I got buddies all over the place, and they're <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, in England, Dubai, and they're, they're like, "Hey, look, we see you on the news." <laughs> <laughs> when you first saw this underwater, because I mean, first of all, were you looking for this, or like, was it just you stumbled upon it? Like, what was the motivation to be searching where you were at? So we uh, had a bunch of plane uh, targets that day. We were actually looking for the plane uh, rescue plane that went searching for the disappearance of Flight 19 that got lost into the Bermuda Triangle. Okay. Oh. And uh, as they got lost, this rescue plane went out looking for them to try and save them and whatnot, and they got lost as well. Okay. Uh, and we figured they crashed, and we're fl- following their flight flight plan and have all these targets that we're trying to hit. And this was our last target of the day, so I jump in, and visibility was, like, very bad. It was, like, maybe three feet. Yeah. I really see my hand in front of my face. And I know I found some kind of aircraft material, but this has been – it looked a lot different than uh, – any of the other aircrafts that we had go up until this point. And um, it turns out, since the viz was so bad, we had to go back and do a second dive on it. And uh. then we really knew it had all these weird little orange tiles all over it. <laughs> and we're like, we found something very significant. We need to bring it to the attention of NASA. And uh, they informed us that we found, indeed, a piece of the Challenger. <laughs> wow. Now, like, obviously, you know, you're, you're experienced at kind of recognizing this kind of stuff. And I remember in in the clips that we've seen of this, like, there's that moment. And, and you guys are all wearing masks. But there's this moment that you can kind of see where you're just like, is this what I think it is? And I, I think it was you on the radio that says we need to call NASA. Is that right? <laughs> Uh, that, that is correct. Uh, that, that was me. It was like, I, I think uh, we may have found something from space. I, I'm not sure. I kind of have a feeling that we might know. Yeah. Confirmation from NASA. We got to go talk to NASA about this. Did, did you have any inclination like, holy crap, I think I may have just found a piece of a Challenger, <laughs> like when you first saw it? Well, wait, when I first saw it, uh, that, that initial dive, like, I knew it was a very modern spacecraft, but yeah. it, it was big, and it, it looked different from the other ones. And I'm like, okay, so something's not right here. This isn't uh, this isn't what we're looking for, clearly, but yeah. this is something that we need to do a second dive on and uh, kind of bring it to the rest of the team and get some outside opinions on this, and uh, it, we figured it out pretty quickly. Now, when you did get that confirmation, because I have to imagine you guys obviously had to come up and, and make that call. When you did com- get that confirmation, tell me about the the mood in the room when you got that call it was uh it was shocking i mean it it brought all these guys back to uh, when that had happened i mean this happened before like i was born in 86 
So, mm-hmm. but I grew up knowing about this my entire life. Right. So it was uh, it was very shocking for for all of us. Like, did we just find what we think we found? And like, we had to keep it quiet for a while until we could actually confirm everything and uh, go down and get a good look at it. But it was uh, it, it was shocking and uh, very tense for a, a bit there. <laughs> oh, I, I bet. How how fast was that turnaround between? Hey NASA, we found something. Here's the description, and NASA confirming that yes, this is indeed a piece of uh, the the Challenger. Uh, well, we we brought uh, the video footage from our second dive to them, which the visibility was much better. And uh, as soon as they saw it, they were like, "Yes, this is indeed the Challenger. You guys found the biggest piece of Challenger to be discovered in." the past 25 years that is, um, they have not seen anything this significant uh come about in that long so i guess the question now with with that piece is what's going to be done with it is it going to remain in the ocean or do you think they're going to try to lift it out um i'm not sure that's going to be nasa's call yeah uh, i would uh, expect them to want to salvage it and bring it up yeah. but uh everybody it's pretty much hands off at this point because uh they know about it we turned it over to them, and uh, it's kind of up to them what they want to do and proceed from here with it. That makes so, sense. You're saying that's above your pay grade and rank at this point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> once, it, once NASA gets involved, I, I think uh, I think NASA just makes all the shots. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't mess with NASA. Once they're involved, you just step away. Yeah. Well, the whole reason you are out yeah. there is you guys you guys are doing this series, the Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters. Now. Was the series planned before this happened, or did you kind of build the series around this? No, they, this actually wasn't even planned to... Uh, we we were just diving some plane wrecks and shipwrecks, and uh, then when we found this, we, we had to be very sensitive with this information and even ask NASA if we could broadcast this on TV. True. And uh, the thing was, they, they want to make the announcement prior to us to ever making any kind of announcements with right. announcements for it. That's why everybody has heard about it uh, thus far. But in this series, it's a six-episode series, uh, there's many discoveries that we come across in this uh, this entire miniseries that we're doing. Okay. And uh, we have a discovery each episode, which is super exciting. So these are all like, I mean, these are all like targets. And like you said, you were searching for certain planes and stuff like that. Do you find... I would assume you find most of what you guys go looking for because you do a lot of research before you go. We do a lot of research and we do a lot of dives. Um, we have connected the dots to uh, some unbelievable discoveries, and uh, it's going to be a very good season. I mean, we we got some of these wrecks in four to five hundred feet of water, and we're going down uh, filming them, trying to uh, link a story back to them. We have plane wrecks, we have shipwrecks, um, and we. Each one is has its own significance, yeah, so that's... it's going to be very exciting. Yeah, it sounds really intriguing. What other sunken ships or findings have you been a part of? Anything that maybe also have made headlines, or maybe just one that was special to you? Well, I, outside of uh, outside of what we've done <laughs> with this series, um, I've worked the wreck of the Pulaski for uh, oh. years now, and I was able to name that wreck based off a candlestick holder that uh, I found on my third dive on it, oh, wow. and we got the full claim to that wreck because that's well offshore of North Carolina. And uh, since then, we've pulled off gold, silver, pocket watches, a, a ton of stuff. So they, that's, cool. that's one that 
will always stand out in uh, in my discoveries. <laughs> Have you ever done any diving in the Great Lakes by chance? Yes, uh, I've done qu- quite a bit of diving in the Great Lakes. Uh, we've done uh, Lake Huron, and uh, we did like Presque Isle area up there. Oh, nice. A lot of the deep shipwrecks and. The- those wrecks are amazing because they're wooden wrecks and they're sitting upright on the bottom. It's like your picture-perfect movie scene in the Great Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's super, super cool. Well, we are we're excited for this series. Um, as of the airing of this interview, it's going to be air, uh, premiering tonight. Bermuda Triangle into Cursed Waters um, on the History Channel. Jimmy Gadonski, we really appreciate your time today, man, and congratulations on finding probably one of the coolest things anyone's ever found in the ocean. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Tune into the show uh, tomorrow night. It'll uh, it's going to be super exciting, and uh, I can't wait to see the rest of the discoveries broadcast live. Same, man. Appreciate your time, Jimmy. You guys have a good day. Live weekday mornings from six to ten, and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 107.7 RKR.